how we're going to move. You can have your seat if you want to. You can stand if you want to. But ensure that you're participating. Hallelujah. Ensure that you're participating. Now, the tabernacle was a design God gave to Moses. God gave a design to Moses. And the design was to build. This, 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 this structure was given directly from God to Moses. And the essence of this is to guide the people of Israel into worship. Amen? And then right at the very front, there are different stages. There are different equipments. There are different arrangements and structures that have been placed in the tabernacle. And the first one, the first point we see right from the very gate there is what we call the gate. Amen? As a priest who come in to offer sacrifice in the holies of holies, he comes through the gate. The gate is the entrance. And we enter through the gate, and that gate for us is a symbol of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's a symbol of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the way, is the truth, and the life. It's the only way to the Father. So if we will experience God today, we must experience him through Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus is the doorway to our experience of God. If you are not born again, you cannot experience Jesus today. So we have to begin by settling this matter. Hallelujah. If you are here and you know deep in your heart that you are not born again, you can just confess to Jesus and say, Lord, come into my life. Lay hold of me. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I acknowledge that I'm falling short of your glory and I want my sins forgiven. That is the only way you can participate in what is happening here today. So just confess and say, Father, I come into you through Jesus Christ. And for us that are, that, are, that are already born again, what we do at this point is to say, Father, thank you for Jesus. The Bible says that coming to his gate with what? With praises, with thanksgiving. So we approach Jesus with thanksgiving because we are already safe. So as you are sitting here, say, Father, thank you for Jesus. Every mother, I appreciate God for your salvation. And if you are here and you are not yet born again, say, Father, I confess my sins. I ask for the forgiveness of my sins. I ask that Jesus comes into my life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let's come into his presence with thanksgiving. With worship. Adoring him for who he is. And for all that he has done for us. Father, thank you for Jesus. Second point is the altar of burnt offering. The present altar is where sacrifices are made. The priest will sacrifice animals on the present altar. And it's a symbol of what Jesus has done for us. Hallelujah. And we in this New Testament era, we appreciate God for what Christ has done. Hallelujah. So we're going to do that right now. So open your mouth and say, Father, thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus. Thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus. We remember and accept forgiveness through the blood of Jesus Christ. So thank you for the blood. The blood that was shed for my sins. Without the remission of blood, there wouldn't be forgiveness of sins. But we have been forgiven. At this point, let's say, Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood that washes all my sins. I protect the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you for forgiving all my sins. In Jesus' name we pray. And then the third point is a bronze lava. Now, this is where water is placed for washing. Hallelujah. 
the priest will now wash himself and cleanses himself. Now the bronze lava is for cleansing and abolition. You know, you cleanse yourself, you have reflection of what has happened right from the gate to the sacrifice, to the place that you are cleansing yourself, preparing yourself to move into the holies of holies. In order to experience God, in order to fellowship God. It's a place where confession is made. The Bible says that if you withhold iniquity, if you keep iniquity in you, the Lord will not hear your prayer. Hallelujah. If there are unconfessed sins in your life right now, if there are sins that you know, even as a believer, that you've not settled that matter, it will sabotage you from experience God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the hand of the Lord is not shutting, nor is he as deaf, but iniquity has separated them from the Father. So we, as we come into this place, we're going to say, Father, have mercy on my life. Wash me and cleanse me. Just speak to God. You know yourself. I know myself. Whatever conscious sin, whatever sin you can think of, whatever, whatever wrongdoing you can think of, say, Father, at this moment, I ask, so, Lord, that let there be mercy. Let there be mercy. You must see yourself in the light of the gospel. You must see yourself in light of God's word. We can come boldly before him and obtain mercy. And in Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. I am the forgiven of Christ. In Christ Jesus, I am forgiven. Father, Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, coming into the holy place, there is a curtain that up separates the holy place from the altar court. And when the priest comes into the altar court, into the, the, the holy place, he encounters two specific things. On the left-hand side is what we call the golden lampstand. Hallelujah. And on the left-hand side is a table of showbread. Now, the golden lampstand contains about, it's, it's made up of six, uh, seven different branches. Amen. Representing the seven expressions of the Spirit of God. In Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2, media team, can you give me Isaiah chapter, two, chapter 11 verse 2? The expression of the seven spirit, the spirit of God expresses itself in seven different dimensions. First of all, the Bible calls it the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. A spirit of wisdom and understanding. A spirit of counsel and strength. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. So the priest light of this is this is this golden lampstand. And what we're going to do in the light of this revelation is to pray in the spirit and allow him to have control over our lives. Hallelujah. Is to say, Father, have control. Let the Holy Ghost take, take charge. Let the Holy Ghost take charge of my life. We encounter Jesus at the door. We encounter the sacrifice of Jesus. We encounter the cleansing of Jesus Christ. And at this moment, what we're experiencing is the leading and the control of the Holy Ghost. The place of the Holy Ghost in the life of the believer. Say, Holy Ghost, uphold me. Uphold me tonight, today. Let me experience your presence. Say that worshiping must worship in spirit and in truth. Without the Holy Ghost, you can't truly worship God. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot understand the word. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot pray. For the Holy Spirit helps us our, infirm our infirmities. He teaches us how to pray. He leads us into the holies of holies. He explores the heart of the Father to us. 
and is able to commune with the Father and help us in prayers. In groanings beyond what word can express. Say, Father, I have the spirit of the Lord upon me. Father, I have the spirit of wisdom. I have the spirit of understanding. I'm understanding what is happening today. Now and forever. I have the spirit of counsel and strength. Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Hallelujah. Now the fourth thing there is a table of shortbread. Amen. The shortbread is where the priest eats bread. And a symbol of God's word. Hallelujah. It's a symbol of word. It's a symbol of God's word. A baked bread symbolizing the word of God. We must read the word. We must verbalize the word. We must study the word. We must perform the word. Hallelujah. So right now we're going to go into the word first. Then we move on to see other things that are obtainable in the in the in the in the tabernacle. And the word that we're going to be eating today is concerning the spirit of God. Hallelujah. The spirit of God in you. If you want to write, the topic is the spirit of God in you. The spirit of God in you. What does it do in the life of the believer? Briefly, then we will pray and then we will allow God to do what he is here to do in our lives. The spirit of God in you. Once you become born again, what happens is the spirit of God comes and dwells inside you. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. I so much believe that God has already started doing something in somebody's life here. Be expectant, participate, and see what God will do in your life today. For God has not given us a spirit of fearfulness. Hallelujah. Say that God has not given me a spirit of fearfulness. But one of power, of love, and of soundness. Sound judgment. Some translation will say self-control. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Nor of timidity. But of power. And of love and of self-discipline. The Amplifier says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craving, and cringing and frowning fear. But he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of calm and of well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Hallelujah. Now the believer must not be controlled by the spirit of fear. Amen. The believer must not be controlled by fear. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is not supposed to happen. The believer is not supposed to live under the influence of fear. And when we talk about fear, there are different things that can make us fear. Fear of Satan. Some of us are so afraid of the devil, afraid of demons, afraid of spirits. 
fear of the future because we don't control the future we don't know what is happening in the future so we are consumed by fear for the future fear of the unknown fear of what is happening right now in our lives because we are passing through some second experiences in our lives and we are afraid because we we don't know what to do fear of what is happening around in the world But the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear. So it is, un- it is not authorized for a believer to live under the influence of fear. Sometimes we could feel afraid, which is normal, which means that we are human. But then we are not supposed to be dominated by the spirit of fear. Amen? We are not supposed to be controlled by the power of the spirit because that is from the devil. That is not from God because that is not the spirit of God. That's not what God has given us. Now, the Spirit has three major things to accomplish in your life. First of all, the Bible says that the Spirit, right, of power. Amen? First of all, the Spirit gives you power. The Spirit dwelling in you gives you power. The ability to do work. The ability to do something. The ability to work. Physics says that the power, power is the ability to do work, Right? So, the, the first thing that the Spirit does in us, the Bible says that it gives us the ability to do what? To do work. Power. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, it enables you to be a representative of Jesus Christ. To work and to do wonders. Hallelujah. Secondly, the ability to love. The Bible says the spirit is of power and of love. So the power to love relies in the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 5 verse 5. Romans chapter 5 verse 5. And hope make it not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. So he enables us to love because the Holy Ghost dwells in us and it gives you the prompting to love. Hallelujah. Apart from giving you power to do something, to act, to do according to the will of God, he enables you to love. So as we are considering walking in the love of God in the course of this year, 2021, as a church, it is quite very important that we keep reminding ourselves that we cannot love on our own. We can only love by the leading and the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And then the third thing that the Holy Ghost does, the Bible says the spirit of power, the spirit of love and what? And of self-control. The next thing that the Holy Ghost does in the believer is as it enables you, he enables you to have self-control. You don't live your life carelessly. You can say no to every form of ungodliness. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. It says, it says we should walk habitually in the Holy Ghost. And we will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Which means that, it says, this I say, then walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the loss of the flesh. Which means that the spirit, walking in the spirit guarantees a believer not fulfilling the desires of the flesh. Hallelujah. So if you want to live a life of victory over the flesh, over sin, over things that will hold you down, then it must be by the Holy Ghost. 
arrangements, human arrangements cannot help you to live above the flesh. Strategies of man cannot enable you to live above the flesh. Hallelujah. Power, love, and self-control. And this spirit dwells in the believer. He dwells in you. He dwells, he lives in you. He lives in you and is able to help you to live this kind of life. Hallelujah. Now the Holy Spirit in you produces fruits. Fruit, rather. It produces fruit. The fruit of the Holy Spirit. Galatians chapter 5. Remember we are talking about the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer. He produces fruit in the believer. Permit me to read from the NLT. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 and 23. says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in your life. Where does he produce it? He produces inside the believer. It's not without. It's inside the believer. Hallelujah. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. There is no law against these things. Hallelujah. Now look at the Amplified. It says, but the Spirit of the, but, but the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which His presence within accomplishes is love. The presence of the Holy Ghost in your life that accomplishes in your life as a Christian. First of all, is what is love. So love does not come external, but love comes from the inside of the believer. Because that is what the Holy Spirit produces. Love, joy, and then all the things that is mentioned down there. I love the way the TPT put it. It says, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love. Hallelujah. Now, there's only one fruit of the Spirit. Amen? And inside this fruit of the Spirit is where we find all other things that are inside it. Hallelujah. If you're a Bible student, you understand that love is actually the fruit of the Spirit. And all other things we mention as joy. Now, let me read it clear for you. It says, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. Amen? So, what is the various expression of this love? It says, joy that overflows. Hallelujah. Joy that overflows. It overflows from where? From within. Out of you shall flow. Amen? So this joy flows from the believer. Peace that subdues. Peace that subdues every situation in your life. Now, peace is not only the absence of war. Amen? When we talk about peace, it doesn't mean that there's no crisis around you. But in the midst of the crisis, there's a regulatory factor inside you. And that personality is the Holy Ghost. It helps you navigate through the crisis on board because you have peace. The peace that surpasses all human understanding. It stands as a garrison upon your heart, protecting you. Hallelujah. So, peace that subdues. Patience that endures, no matter how long it takes. You are patient. No matter how, how, how unrational a situation is, you are, you are patient. It's a product of the Holy Spirit in you. Kindness in action. Not only kindness in words, but kindness in action. On Wednesday, we talk about what? 
love being act active in nature. Amen? So kindness, that is what? That is in action. A life full of virtue. Talking about goodness, you are good to people. Life of goodness. Faith that prevails, a prevailing faith, is a product of the Holy Spirit living in you, giving back to love. And this love expresses itself in faithfulness. Hallelujah. It expresses itself in faithfulness. You are faithful to God, you are faithful to people, and your faith is fixed on God, believing Him for who He is in your life. Gentleness of the heart is a valid expression of the love of God that dwells in the believer. And strength of the spirit, talking about self-controlled, hallelujah, is a product of what? Is a product of the Holy Spirit living in you, giving back to the fruit which is love. Never said the Lord above these things, these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Hallelujah. So another function of the Holy Ghost in the believer, after the fruit of the Holy Spirit, is that the Holy Ghost produces gifts in you. Amen? Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit produces fruit in you, which is love. And then the Holy Ghost produces what? Gifts in the believer. And that's what we call the gifts of the Spirit. That's what we call the gifts of the Spirit. First Corinthians. Now, both the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit must be allowed to express itself within us. Hallelujah. You can sabotage this from expressing itself in us. So we have the responsibility as believers to give expressions to this fruit that is in us. We have the ability in us as believers to give expressions to the gift of the Holy Spirit in us. He gives us gifts and he produces fruit inside us. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. It says now, verse 1, I'll read verse 1. It says now, dear brothers and sisters, regarding your question about the special abilities the Spirit gives us, I don't want you to, be, to, to misunderstand this. Hallelujah. Paul is telling the Corinthians, I see, concerning spiritual gifts, I don't want any of you to misunderstand it. It is expedient that you understand what this gift of the Holy Spirit is. It is very crucial that what? That, that, that you are not ignorant of the, of the gift of the Spirit. The reason why many believers are suffering today is because they are ignorant of the gift of the Spirit. You don't know when to deploy them. You don't know how to use them for your advantage. And the glorious part of this is that every believer has a gift in him. Amen? Amen. Every believer has a gift in him. So long as the Holy Ghost dwells in you, there lies in you a resource that money cannot buy. Hallelujah. So what we ought to do is to give expression to this. I know what the scripture says. The gift of a man make it way for him. Hallelujah. Of course, we can talk about literal gifts, but even the gifts of the Holy Ghost will pass away for you. Hallelujah. And let me read verse 4 from verse 4. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is a source of them all. There are different kinds of services, but we serve the same Lord. 
God works in different ways, but it's the same God who knows, who does the work in all of us. Hallelujah. Where does he does the work? He does it in us. Through the Spirit of God. Different kinds of services. Different kinds of gifts. Verse 7. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. Hallelujah. So the essence of the gift of the Spirit is not for showbiz. It's not for show business. It's not for fame. It's not for you to show your neighbor that I can, I can, I can, I can manipulate this situation by my gift. That's not the essence of the Spirit, the gift of the Spirit. The, the essence of the gift of the Spirit is not for camera and for TV and for social media. That's not the essence for the gift of the Spirit. The essence of the gift of the Spirit is for us to benefit. It's for believers within us as we gather like this. We benefit from the gift that is in each and every one of us. That is why it is called service. What we do is that we serve the gift that is in us to one another. Hallelujah. No wonder the Bible says that we shouldn't, we, sh we shouldn't forsake the gathering of the believers. Because in a place like this, in an atmosphere as this, the Holy Spirit is sharing us gifts and we begin to be a blessing one to another. Hallelujah. To, to one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. That is one gift of the Spirit. Wisdom. One, it says what? Wisdom, right? To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. Verse 9. The same Spirit gives great faith to another. And to someone else, the one Spirit gives the gift of healing. Hallelujah. How many of us need healing? Genuinely, you need healing? In this place, we're going to call out for healing. And we're going to administer the gift of healing to you. Hallelujah. We still have time. We're going to do that today. Amen. We're going to have healing section in this place. And then every disease will be healed here in Jesus' name. And if you have a father or a mother that is sick, we can stand in the gap for the person. We're going to pray here. And the Holy Ghost will move. And then the healing will manifest itself in wherever your parents or your family members are. Hallelujah. We believe and it's going to happen. Amen. It gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. Amen. Ability to, to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages. While another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. Verse 11. It is the one and only spirit who distributes all these gifts. He also decides which gifts each person should have. Then verse 12. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Hallelujah. So all of us bring about all the giftings, the manifold expressions of the gifts of the God in our lives. And we serve them on the table and we have love feast. Hallelujah. And we benefit one another with the gifts of the Holy Ghost that is in us. But the gifts of the Holy Ghost without the fruit of the Holy Ghost in you is a catastrophe. A man without character but is gifted is a time bomb. Hallelujah. So he gives us an internal regulatory system which is the, the, the fruit of the Spirit to regulate our character so we can better dispose the giftings that is in us. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So all believers have gifts in them that must be activated. The reason why some of us are not manifesting these gifts is because it's yet to be activated. Amen? Today we're going to have time for activation and we're going to activate every gift that is in you. 
and it will manifest itself in Jesus' name. Today will be a beginning for some people. You begin to live in the abundance of who God has called you to be. You begin to live in the fullness of your life as a believer. Enough is enough for mediocrity Christianity. Hallelujah. That is what God is doing. And I can feel in my spirit that God is moving and is touching lives already. It's an activation that's happening in our spirits in the name of Jesus. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 14. You know, Timothy needed that hands be laid upon him to activate the gifts. He says, neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying of the hands of the, prof of, of, of the presbyterian. Hallelujah. The leadership of the church laid hands upon him. So Paul is asking him, he's reminding him to never neglect. Don't neglect these gifts. So today, pastors are going to lay hands on you if you are desirous to manifest to, for the Spirit's gifts to be activated in you. They will lay hands on you. And then you continue to grow, and then you continue to do or to manifest it. Hallelujah. Now, another thing that the Holy Ghost does in a believer is that he, he, he enables you to prophesy and to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. He produces fruits, he gives us gifts, and then he enables us to prophesy and to speak in tongues. As I'm first Corinthians, let's move to chapter 14. And I'll read from the NLT. From verse 1. Let love be your highest goal. Hallelujah. Let love. It says pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. So we have the we have the we have the, the permission to desire spiritual gifts. In fact, we have the, the ability, we have the, the, the permission to covet spiritual gifts. Amen? In fact, we have the ability to be greedy for spiritual gifts. If there's any word like that. It's not sinful to covet the spiritual gifts. And above all, that what? That you might prophesy. Hallelujah. Every believer should desire to prophesy. And I know that every believer can prophesy. Because the spirit of prophecy dwells in you. So you should prophesy. Prophecy is not for some people alone. It's not for some specific individuals, anointed men of God up there. No. Prophesying should be the default setting of every believer. Here in church, here will teach you how to prophesy. Amen? Prophecy should not, should, not, should not surprise you. It's a resting place of the believer. Verse 2. For if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you will be talking only to God. Since people won't be able to understand you, you will be speaking by the power of the Spirit. But it will only be mysterious. Hallelujah. So some of us will be desiring, ah, why are these people speaking in tongues? Why do you always encourage people to speak in tongues here? Now, it's not for you to know. You don't need to understand what the person is saying by you, by your side. It's a mystery. And it's only between the man that is speaking the tongues and what? And God. Amen? So, the believer should prophesy. The believer should speak in tongues. Verse 3. But one who prophesies, strengthens others, encourages them and comforts them. A person who speaks in tongues strengthens is strengthened personally. But one who speaks a word of prophecy strengthens the entire church. Hallelujah. 
So when you speak in tongues, you, 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 you strengthen yourself. And when you prophesy, you strengthen the body of Christ. Hallelujah. So there's a provision for personal use and there's the one for general. Hallelujah. And all of them today will be activated in our lives in Jesus' name. Verse 5. I wish you could all speak in tongues. It's a wish. He desired that all believers, and it is also my wish, that everybody here speaks in tongues. And if it's your desire, today you will speak in tongues in Jesus' name. I wish that all of you speak in tongues. But even more, not only that you speak in tongues, but even more, I would, I wish you could also prophesy. Amen? Amen. My desire is that everybody here will be able to prophesy. For prophecy is greater than the speaking in tongues. Not in ranking, but in the benefit to the body of Christ. That's what it means here. Hallelujah. Prophecy is greater than speaking in tongues. Unless someone interprets what you are saying so that the whole church will be strengthened. Verse 6. Dear brothers and sisters, if I should come to you speaking in an unknown language, how will that help you? But if I bring you a revelation of some special knowledge or prophecy or teaching, that will be helpful. Verse 7. Even lifeless instruments like the flute or the harp must play the notes clearly or no one will recognize the melody. Verse 8. And if the burglar doesn't sound a clear call, how will the soldiers know they are being called out for battle? Verse 9. It's the same for you if you speak to people in words they don't understand. So when you're speaking in tongues, you're not speaking to me. I'm not even intending to understand what you're speaking. I don't even want to know what you're speaking. Let me announce to you that the devil doesn't even understand tongues. It is not permitted for him to understand the transaction that happened in tongues. So when you speak in tongues, you confuse the kingdom of darkness. It's a coded language that the, the world of darkness does not understand. They cannot comprehend it. Hallelujah. So it's a weapon that we can use in order to disarm and dis destabilize the kingdom of darkness. And to receive power and to strengthen ourselves in the spirit. Hallelujah. I wish someone would be speaking in tongues under his breath right now. And be enforcing these words into your life. of itself for you. If you speak to people in words they don't understand, how will they know that what you're seeing? You might as well be talking into empty space. Verse 10. There are many different languages in the world and every language has a meaning. But if I don't understand a language, I will be a foreigner to someone who speaks it. And the one who speaks it will be a foreigner to me. And the same is true for you. Since you are eager, so eager to have the special abilities and abilities the spirit gives seek those that will strengthen the whole church hallelujah which one do we seek we seek for those that will strengthen the entire church hallelujah so prophecy will strengthen the church word of knowledge will strengthen the church and others healing will strengthen the church so anyone who speaks in tongues verse 13 should pray also for the ability to interpret what has been said for if I pray in tongues, my spirit is praying, but I don't understand what I'm saying. Even you, sometimes, you don't understand even what you're saying in tongues. 
For if I pray in tongues, my spirit is praying. But I don't understand what I'm saying. Verse 15. Well then, what shall I do? I will pray in the spirit. And I also pray in words that I understand. I will sing in the spirit. Hallelujah. We can chant and sing in the spirit as much as we pray in the spirit. If you can pray in the spirit, you can sing in the spirit. If you can shout with words, you can shout in the spirit. Hallelujah. And I will also sing the words I understand. For if you praise God only in the spirit, how can those who understand you praise God along with you? How can they join you in giving thanks when they don't understand what you're saying? Verse 17. You will be giving thanks very well, but it won't strengthen the people who hear you. Hallelujah. Verse 18. It says, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. That's Paul saying. He speaks in tongues more than any of them. But in a church meeting, I would rather speak five understandable words to help others than 10,000 words in an unknown language. Amen? Who's getting blessed? Who is getting understanding of the issue of tongues? So when we begin to speak in tongues, you participate. Hallelujah. Dear brothers and sisters, don't be childish in your understanding. Be innocent as babies when it comes to evil, but be mature in understanding matters of this kind. Hallelujah. So every Christian should prophesy. Every believer should speak in tongues. But the unfortunate thing is that not all of us do. It's quite unfortunate that not all of us do. And today, we trust God that all of us will do in Jesus' name. We can learn and grow in it. These are things that can be taught. These are things that can be imparted. These are things that can be encouraged. These are things that can be empowered in the believer. We allow speaking in tongues here in church, in our meetings, because we want you to grow in it. Amen? It helps you to learn how to speak in tongues, because some of us don't even know how to speak in tongues in our secret places. So here, we permit you to speak in tongues, so that you grow, so that you practice. This is a school of the Spirit. The church is a school. So we come to practicals and we say, speak in tongues, you participate. You express yourself in the spirit if you can. And if you don't, seek for help. Seek for knowledge. Understand as we are opening our eyes to see. The spirit was promised to all people. Hallelujah. Joel chapter 2 verse 28. Joel chapter 2 verse 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Somebody say all flesh. All flesh. So the spirit of God is promised to all flesh. All people. Every one of us is part of this all flesh. Amen. So it's not on selected individuals. We are not in the Old Testament era while, when the spirit fell on prophets, on kings, on judges. We are in an era where the spirit has imported upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy hallelujah your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions and then Jesus reiterated this promise in John chapter 16 verse 17 verse 7 rather John 16 verse 7 quickly 
Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It's expedient for you that I go away. For I go not away. For if I don't, if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. The next verse, quickly. And when he is come, he will reprove the wall of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and he see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Hallelujah. You cannot understand the things of God by your ability unless you are, you are, you are guided by the Spirit. Verse, verse 13. How be it? When he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. He's the one that guides us into all truth. Truth concerning the Word of God. Truth concerning Jesus. Truth concerning who we are in Jesus. Truth concerning everything that concerns our faith. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that he shall speak. And he will show you things to come. Hallelujah. He will show you things that are yet to, 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 have to happen, even things that are in the future. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father had are mine, therefore said I, that he shall take of mine, and shall show it unto you. Hallelujah. The channel of transmission is the person of the Holy Spirit. We met Jesus at the gate. We understand the sacrifices. And we enter and then there is a brazen altar. Brazen, uh, the, 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 the lamb, lamb son rather. The spirit represented the spirit. It says, a little while and ye shall not see me. And again, a little while and ye shall see me. Because I go to the Father. Amen. Then said some of his disciples among themselves, what is that? He said unto us, a little while, and ye shall not see me. And again, a little while, and ye shall see me. And because I go to the Father. Hallelujah. I don't want to go into the details of this. Dr. Luke also recorded the facts of the promise in Acts chapter 1, verse 1. I just want you to understand how important this is. The former treaties have made all fearfulness of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach until the day in which he was taken up after that he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. To whom also he shoot himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God and being assembled together with them commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which said, ye have heard. For John truly baptized with water, but he shall be, but ye shall be baptized in the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. When they, when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his own power. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in the Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. The last verse, verse 9. And when he had spoken these things while they beheld, he was taken up and the cloud received him out of their sight. Hallelujah. This is for everybody. This is for every believer. And the gift is fully activated at 
the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So put me back my picture of the, of the tabernacle. Have we eaten the word? Have we eaten the, the, the lava? The, the showbread? Amen? The spirit and the word. They walk hand in hand. They stand side by side. Take away from the spirit, the word becomes useless. Take away the word, the spirit will not have effect in your life. Because the word and the spirit, they are both in the holy place. Hallelujah. Then the next item in the tabernacle is what we call the altar of incense. The altar of incense is a place of worship. Where God is glorified, God is worshipped. The incense is born on the altar, represents our worship. I worship in words. Hallelujah. So right now we're going to worship. Who wants to worship God? Rise on your feet if you want to worship God. And then we'll allow him to do what he will do in our midst. So open your mouth and begin to worship God. Bless his name. Say, Father, I bless you. Open your mouth and say, Father, I bless you. Just, just keep on worship God in your understanding. Lord, I give you all the glory. Receive my worship. Receive my praises. I give you all the glory. Blessed be the name of the God, of our Father, Jesus Christ. Glory unto Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Give you all the honor and all the glory. Give you all the honor and all the glory. Glory unto Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord our God. Worship him, worship him, worship him, worship him. Worship him, please open your mouth. We worship God with our lips. Not in our hearts alone, but right now, let's open our mouth and say, Father, I bless your holy name. Forget about what is happening in your life. Forget about even your weaknesses. I will bless the Lord regardless of every circumstance. I break through lies in the place of worship and praises to God. I want to hear somebody praising God. I want to hear somebody worshiping God. In Jesus' name, we worship. Now, the last part of the tabernacle is a holy place, the most holy place. Hallelujah. The act of the covenant, where the act of the covenant is, where the very presence of God is. Amen? And it is a place where man commune with God. It is a place where the, the Bible says that he dwell in the secret place shall abide under the shadow of the almighty it should be the habitation of the believer that every day you find your path into the holies of holies and that becomes your residential area when they ask you Pastor G, where is your address you say my address is the holy place the holy of holy 
believed I enter through the blood of the Lamb Sing this with the whole of your heart to worship, to worship you holy. I enter, I enter to honor. I enter, I enter to the holy of holy. I enter to the blood. Holy, holy, 
Yes, 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 yes. Express yourself. Express yourself. Let me hear somebody pray. Le prince katana prince get in under. Ina manda la prince. Fe le prince kata 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 kata. Fe le prince kata la prince. Jesus name. Le prince katana katana katana. Yonde prince kata la prince nina. Mira prince kata la prince get in. Every limitation is broken. Every chain is broken. Every weakness is broken. In the name of Jesus, addiction is broken. In the name of Jesus, every case in your life is broken. In the name of Jesus, break through, break through, everywhere, break through. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. I want you to tell God, say, Lord, give me understanding to walk in your will and your purpose for my life. Pray this prayer in the secret place. You're communing with God. Tell God that God, help me to understand my, 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 your will and your purpose for my life. Just one minute to pray that prayer and say, Father, help me to understand your will and your purpose for my life. That I might not live my life as a foolish person. But I will fulfill purpose. The purpose of my creation. I will fulfill purpose. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, grant me wisdom. Father, grant me understanding. Father, guide my foot into your purpose for my life. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Secondly, we're going to pray and say, Father, as for many of us that are not married, hallelujah, this is very strategic. It's not something to talk about. You're going to be praying for a partner as much as you desire to marry. Pray, seriously pray and say, Father, help me. Tell me, partner, that will enable me to do your will. That's what you pray. And for some of us that are already married, pray and thank God for your marriage and ask God to give you understanding. Ask God to count you into his purpose as a family, as a husband and as a wife. And if you are single, you say, Father, tell me a partner that will permit me to work in your will and your purpose for my life. In other words, what you are praying is saying, God, deliver me from unreasonable men. What you are praying is that God should deliver you from unreasonable women. Any human being that will be a sabotage. For those that are married, okay, help me to be faithful to my wife, help me to be faithful to my husband, 
Every infirmity in you, every sickness, every sickness, please, pastors, join them so that you be faster. Every sickness, we cause it to its root in the name of Jesus Christ. We decree that every illness is healed in the name of Jesus Christ. For, for healing is the breath of the children. So we come in with this understanding that we are healed by Jesus. By the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. Please, if you are healed in the congregation, be praying for them and decree healing upon them. Decree healing upon them. In the name of Jesus Christ. We decree healing upon these ones. We cast every disease to his root. Every disease to his root is cursed. In the name of Jesus Christ. We incorporate the healing of Jesus in their lives. We receive with thanksgiving healing in their lives. Healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in the name of Jesus. We receive with thanksgiving healing. 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 In Jesus' name. Jesus, 
the crossroads of Peter Mina. Put healing upon them in Jesus' name. And I will receive healing in the name of Jesus. We receive healing in the name of Jesus. We receive healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Every sickness of the heart, every sickness of the body, Father, we decree healing in the name of Jesus Christ. As many as we pray for, if you pray for, just give, give thanks to God for your healing. Give thanks to God for your healing and go back to your seat. Keep on thinking of your healing. Say, Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Father, I say thank you. I believe I receive what grace has brought. I give you thanks. You did it all. I believe I receive what grace has brought. I give you thanks. You did it all. I believe I receive what grace has I give you. You did it all. I believe I receive. I believe I receive what grace has grace I need for this work. Whatever anointing I desire for the Christian life. Whatever spiritual gift you convert, we're going to pray for the next five minutes. What you're going to do is to ask God to be, be, be deliberate about praying for a special gift. Be deliberate. We're going to pray in tongues for the next five minutes. And what we'll be asking God is for gifts. We'll be asking God is for gifts upon our life. Just raise up your hand and pray. Just begin to pray in tongues. Just begin to pray. Lepra shakata la prasiche kete lepra susakana ene parusa kata la prasiche kete mendela pasusa kata la prasiche kita para kuna nina mana je le pasusa kile pata hala prasanda la basolo prasiche nina ite le karuta kata shana prasiche kete nambaruta ila para kusa la prasiche kete lepra susakana. Jesus Christ. Let's pray in 
things to go for today. Give God for, for everything. Give thanks to God for everything. Give thanks to God for everything. Say, Lord, thank you because I'm going to bless. Thank you because the gifts are activated in my life. He touched me and Everybody, person, just rise up as we conclude this era, this part. Just rise on your feet. It's very significant. Significant. Rise on your feet, everybody. Rise on your feet. Yes, rise on your feet. Unless you are pregnant, rise on your feet. And when you rise on your feet, we're going to hold the hands of each other by your left and by your right. Ensure you hold someone. Stand and hold someone. Stand and hold someone. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, that chains are broken in our lives in Jesus' name. I decree, O oh Lord, that every yoke in anyone of us life here is broken in Jesus' name. I decree that breakthroughs is coming forth of our lives in the name of Jesus. Whatever bondage we've been kept in years, I decree in the name of Jesus Christ that we are released in the name of Jesus. Whatever decree that has been made from a coven, wherever the weird place of wickedness is, by the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ, I decree that such curses are broken in Jesus' name. Whatever is functioning from your ancestral home, targeting you by the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ, I decree that it is invalid in Jesus' name. Whatever pronunciations has been made upon your life, I decree by the power of the name of Jesus Christ that only the counsel of the Lord shall stand on your life in Jesus' name. Only that which God has established will stand in your life in the name of Jesus. I decree that you are safe. The protective age of the Father is upon you. I decree that God is preserving you in the name of Jesus. No power, no evil. I rebuke the hand of the kingdom of darkness in the name of Jesus Christ. Every finger that is pointed at you in you know, accusations, I decree that let it be cut off in the name of Jesus Christ. Every arrangement that is made to harm you, I pray that may it be turned to your favor in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree that you are fulfilling your purpose in Christ. Whatever that God has mapped out from the foundation of this world, the works that you will walk in, I decree that you walk in them stage by stage in the name of Jesus Christ. There will be no delay in your life in Jesus' name. There will be no obstruction in your life in Jesus' name. I decree that you are moving into that which God has destined and predestined in your life in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that let there be provision in your life. Every resource, both human, material, spiritual, whatever resource you need to fulfill purpose is released upon your life in Jesus' name. As many as are believing God for finances, Father, I decree that every person's need is met in the name of Jesus Christ. There will be supernatural provisions in Jesus' name. 
God has opened the gates of heaven and resources are released into your life in the name of Jesus Christ. You shall live in abundance in Jesus' name. You shall have more even to give in Jesus' name. As many as are believing God for jobs, Father, I pray for divine arrangements. That you are meeting the needs of every person looking for a job in the name of Jesus Christ. As many as are into business, the work of your hands are blessed. You receive favor in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever you lay your hands upon is blessed. Whatever skills in your hand is blessed. Whatever business you are doing is blessed. Whatever legitimate business you are doing is blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. There shall be multiplication of resources. Fresh ideas. Fresh understanding. Tactics and intelligence to function the area of, of your vocation in the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray that this semester you shall excel. Academically, I degree excellence. And at least amongst us shall, shall pass this semester in the name of Jesus Christ. None of us shall fail academically in the name of Jesus. As many of us as are working as teachers and professors in departments and faculties, that our work shall distinct us. In the name of Jesus Christ, we shall do our work with distinction. We receive the grace to walk in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that men will favor you. Whether you've been rejected, that God will open doors for you. That the blessing of the Lord rests upon you. As many as I believe in God for relationships, I pray for divine arrangements in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. That the enemy is rebuked from your life. No unreasonable man will come near you. No unreasonable woman will come upon you. Bad friends will not come near you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every man that has bad intent towards you, I decree that his plans will fail in the name of Jesus. For being here, no counsel of the evil one will stand. In the name of Jesus Christ. Our families are blessed. Our fathers are blessed. Our mothers are healed. Our siblings are healed. Breakthrough in our families. We receive breakthrough for our families. In the name of Jesus Christ. Our nations are blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our leaders are blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. In our universities, we are lights. The light of God is radiating to our lives. Wherever we find ourselves. In the name of Jesus Christ. We pray for this land. That this land prospers. It is in the prosperity of this land that we will find our prosperity. So we decree blessing upon this land. Wherever we put our foot is blessed. Wherever we go is blessed. Men shall be blessed through our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Can somebody rejoice? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah.